Hi, yeah, my name is Tony Devine. I'm managing partner at the Grey Matters Network. Um, we're an organization that provides people, professional, highly experienced people to organizations who value that experience. Um, we've, uh, we're very fortunate today to be joined by Lorraine Rafter, who's gonna to talk to us about a subject that's very topical at the moment. That is the subject of mergers and acquisitions. Lorraine has a, a huge amount of experience and uh, I'll get her to introduce herself to you now. Thank you, Lorraine. Oh, Tony. Yeah, yes, my name is Lorraine Rafter. Um, my background is human resources. I have 20 years global experience of human resources. Um, mergers and acquisitions, I led two global acquisitions and several smaller one country um, transformations and also uh, a lead, co-lead on a, a merger. Fantastic. So Lorraine, mergers and acquisitions, um, it's, a, it's a kind of a complex area for those that haven't been involved in it in the past and haven't had a real life experience of it. So with your experience, you, you, you talked about steps and stages. Could you talk us through what they are? Yeah, there's, there's primarily four stages. And again, it depends on how complex or simple the merger or acquisition is going to be. But the key stages are the due diligence, kind of doing the, the homework before you decide to, to buy the organization and know what you're buying and pricing it. The second is the kind of preparation up to what they call day one, once you have bought the company or you put the bid in and it's accepted. And then the third stage is day one itself. Um, and then the fourth stage is the integration. And that whole process, depending on the size and complexity, could be a couple of months to a couple of years. Okay. And uh, I know when we talked before, you mentioned due diligence. So what is the focus for the HR stream within the acquisition of the M&A with regard to due diligence? Uh, there's several, but I would say the top three is you need to know the talent in the organization, which is the top talent, the critical skills, the, the people that are the experts that you need to keep in the organization. Um, I would say another one is cultural assessment. And again, if you have, are able to, uh, I would recommend highly that you do one-to-one -one interviews or focus groups with the company that you're acquiring or merging with, because it is really important to get to understand the culture, particularly the unwritten rules. And then there's the area of liabilities and then work with your finance uh, on the liability areas. So that I would say would be the kind of three high level areas. Very good. And day one, the day that you acquired the company, the day that you now own that company, um, what are the key areas to focus on in preparation for that day? Well, the first thing is, and again, it depends on the size of the organization that you're buying, but have a transition team. And that transition team should focus 100% um, on the, the actual preparation for, for close. And they will deal with things from the strategy, the values and behaviors, and the organization structure and what the implications are going to be there. Um, the, the, then there's also the communication plan, which is would be very important. And speaking with the unions and, and works councils as well in, in preparation. Um, so there's some of the key areas that from a, from a preparation that you need to, to focus on. And then for HR and all the functions, you need to look at your policies, processes and systems decide what you're going to integrate because you may change some of them more or you may take some from the other organization. But that will be the same across all functions to, to do that. And it would and employ retention plans. 
Okay. And Lorraine, we've talked a wee bit in the past about culture and how important it is. You know, you, you've, I've heard you talk about its importance, but yet apparently a lot of people ignore it. Can you talk to us a bit about culture? In um, yeah, I think they either ignore it or they underestimate it. Um, and um, so the first thing is you can't price culture. You can't put in your financial model uh, a number for, for culture. Second is um, even in the biggest well-prepared and using consultants, they focus more on the high level of culture. You know, what are gonna be the values and the behaviors organization and how do we set up processes and systems to try and instill it? But it doesn't get to what's the day-to-day, -day, how things really work on the day-to-day. -day. What does the leaders focus on? What do they ignore? What would you get away with? What would you never get away with? And how are decisions made? Those kind of things. You, you need to, to understand um, you know, how, how it works on the day-to-day -day basis. And then finally, um, they can underestimate, particularly if the company seems similar, as there may be similar industries, they may be in the same country, same language, same values. And if they can underestimate as a result of that, the, the complexity of, of, of culture. Uh, and of course, Doreen, with your vast experience in mergers and acquisitions, everything has always gone perfectly, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, always. Oh, God, I have so many stories of how things have gone wrong. Um, but the key ones, I would say, are you need to be on day one very clear what is a rule and what is a guideline, uh, and particularly across cultures. You know, the Germans, a rule is a rule. Uh, in Ireland, it's a guideline. And, and if you don't make it clear uh, what's a rule and uh, what's, how it's going to be rewarded, or if you breach it, what the consequences are, that can cause confusion and resentment across the organization, particularly if you start making exceptions. And then the exceptions become the, the rule as well. It, it, just causes, it just causes confusion. The second is, um, you know, the same value is not the same. So, you know, take two organizations, safety first is the value. Mm -hmm. But when you look deeper, the, acquire, the company that you're acquiring there seems to be very few minor breaches or minor accidents. It's, it's more, uh, the accidents are kind of more substantial or fatalities. And it's because they haven't instilled in the smaller things, the importance of culture. So it's very important that you kind of drill down into what the organizations mean by, by, by values. Um, and the other one that I'd say is very important is if you have an opportunity to be able to sit and observe in meetings because the power or the weakness of meetings. Um, you know, the, the, the things to look out for and to observe is, does it start in time? Does it have an agenda? Do they keep to the agenda? Do they discuss and debate in the room? Do they make the decisions in the room? Do they make them outside of the room? What are the dynamics going on in the room? This all tells you something. And, and, and recently I was um, working on a, an acquisition, uh, sorry, JV. And this was the fundamental issue between the two organizations you know, meetings weren't starting on time, that one group wasn't prepared, um, they didn't have enough time to discuss and debate things and decisions were delayed to the next meeting or the next meeting. And so they just piled up the decision-making and then some of these decisions had to be made outside of the room and people were getting annoyed and upset about that and distrust came in. And so you can just see what happens in a simple thing like that, how, how, how things can start to break down. They would be the key things, as well as finally always communication, 
facts versus rumors. Ask daily, what are the rumors? As you go to the coffee machine, ask people, hey, any rumors? And squash them as quickly as you can. Tell them what you can. And if you can't, tell them you can't. Very good. Well, Lorraine, that, that's been very informative and very insightful. I mean, for me, that I think right at the outset, you talked about the transition team and you know the importance of a cross-pollinated transition team. You've also talked a wee bit about the fact that like the different organizations would be different in terms of how they deal with change. That's clearly a critical point you make as well. Um, the other point for me that was quite interesting was um, uh, the throwaway comment, I guess, but the camp at a price and culture. And I think that's the kind of underlying message for me that this is, uh, this is not about the numbers anymore, folks. This is now about the people. So really appreciate your expert opinion. Um, it, clearly, you can get access to people like Lorraine and other experts on our panel by logging on to the greymattersnetwork.com. Um, we'll have more of these uh, podcasts over time. Um, until then, thank you very much.